Welcome to the Daily Sports Show Redo. I am your host, Tyler James. Here at the Redo, I've spent my time watching and listening to all the talking heads give their inflated takes on popular topics. Then I pick a few of those topics that I find good, bad, or just plain weird, and give them a redo by giving my take without the yelling, pandering, or trying to create a new hot take. Let's get into it. And we are talking Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Rightfully so, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, have just been getting hammered by the media today. That's pretty much uh, a guaranteed topic across all platforms. Every show you can think of, it was brought up about the Eagles, more specifically Jalen Hurts and his performance and what really to expect going forward. And it's uh, a lot of mixed reviews about it, more some optimistic, some more pessimistic. And to me, it's, you know, like I, I will say that I was never <clears throat> completely sold on Jalen Hurts. I mean, his, his uh, rookie year, you know, that didn't look great. Second year, they went 9-7, and seven, I believe, and limped into the playoffs where they got bounced quick. And then that third year is where, you know, he had outstanding year, MVP caliber year. He would have won the MVP if he wasn't injured and had to miss so many games. Went to the Super Bowl. You know, one of the best Super Bowls of all time, super competitive, but they lost. And then he got that huge contract. Uh, rightfully so. I don't know necessarily. I wouldn't say that because he had still had two years on his con- on his rookie deal. And you kind of saw how in his first two years, how he wasn't really, he wasn't doing what C.J. Stroud's doing with his you know first year. And, you know, but... He got you to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> he was able to kind of name his price, and he got the huge contract. And then this year, really just all year, the Eagles did not look good, you know, but you were able to overlook the flaws of them because they were winning so much. They were 10-1 at one point. you got to remember that. But then this thing, you know, the wheels fell off the wagon, lost six of the last seven, lost in the playoffs to Baker Mayfield in embarrassing fashion. So it's just – where do they go from here and what exactly are they? Because, you know, uh, their center, Hall of Fame center, Kelsey, he just retired too. You got to think A.J. Brown might not be there next year considering just kind of the, the attitude and the didn't play in the last game. <laughs> Wasn't in town for the last game to watch it on the sidelines of his teammates. So you got to think they're going to try to probably move off him. But that's a big part of their offense. That's a huge weapon for them. Grant Devontae Smith has been huge. Goddard's been huge. But it all comes really and obviously you can't put everything on Jalen Hurts because you can look at this defense and go, what happened? They were number one last year, I believe. And this year just fell off a cliff, just bottom of the barrel. You know, the pass rush is still kind of held in high regard, but their secondary, everyone, everyone just absolutely destroys them and has their best game against them. It's not really quarterback friendly, but also at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts, you know, he can, some people are saying, you know, they're making the argument, oh, he's a young quarterback. And yes, you can say that he's only a couple years in, but I feel like you, that argument goes away once you start making the kind of money he is. And, you know, like we, going into the season, he was a 
top three, top four quarterback on a lot of people's radars, you know, is uh it was Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, and then Lamar Jackson, maybe depending on who you are, you had him as three or whatever, but you know, he's a top three, top four quarterback going in based off of two mediocre years and then one really good year. <clears throat> That's a point uh, some of the people made on their shows about how we've seen, you know, the body of work, you know, from high school and going kind of way back, but high school, college, he was never, you know, the, the elite guy. He was never Joe Burrow at LSU. You know, he wasn't Andrew Luck coming out. He wasn't Peyton Manning coming out. Like he wasn't necessarily like this number one guy. It was like, oh, he's so great. He's so talented. So it's like that's what you've seen, and you saw his first two years in the NFL, but then he has the huge year, and this kind of kind of think is that <laughs> that just kind of like his uh, his ceiling, which is a good ceiling, but does he ever get back to there? That's the climax, and now it's kind of he's going to just kind of bottom out somewhere, and you know, be more consistent at a lower level. And what is that? How low is that level? It'll be interesting to see going forward, especially next year with uh See what happens with their coaching situation. No moves yet, I've seen. Sirianni's still there. Coordinators are still there. You know, they got to, you think they would have to make a change with, you know, with how volatile their fan base can be. They have to do something, though, right the ship, because <coughs> losing, you know, six of the last seven, getting bounced in the playoffs. No, they're just trending down. You know, you're going to go in the next year. I mean, you're going to be there with less weapons, less of an offensive line. Maybe more people will retire, get traded. I'm sure there's some contracts up in the air right now waiting for next year. So we'll see. So is this team's going to come in with less talent, you know, less veterans, less leadership. So it's really, you just kind of think maybe there's some dark days ahead for the Eagle fan base there. Another thing, like when, a lot of the, a couple of the talk show hosts, they talked about how, you know, Jalen Hurts, they, they believe in him because of his, you know, hard work and dedication. That's kind of the attributes they associated with him, like them having faith in him, which is kind of, kind of sounds nice at a surface level, but you kind of look at it like, well, I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure most players, especially quarterbacks, the good ones are dedicated and hardworking. You know, it's great that, you know, you can wake up at 4am and go to the gym and, you know, squat a thousand pounds, whatever, but you know, he doesn't, he hasn't really shown that ability, at least not this last half of the season, really this year. He's able to really just kind of dissect the defense and he's not able to come to the line and make those checks and have that freedom to do that. I don't know if that's just a scheming thing where they're not allowing him. And if they're not allowing him to do that, that's another red flag and story right there. But if he's, you know, if he's under center and can't really, you know, read the defense and go, hey, we should audible out of this run into a quick pass or out of this pass and do a draw. You know, if he's, if he can't do that as a quarter billion dollar quarterback, you know, that's, that's a lot on your hands, especially if he, if it turns out that he's not a franchise quarterback kind of guy, you know, he had that one run, that one great season. Now you're stuck with this guy as your franchise quarterback, and he's making over two hundred million. <laughs> it's really because I mean they look at Carson Wentz. You know he had that great year, would have won MVP, but he got hurt. You know he didn't stick around long, and he's 
I think he's probably floating around somewhere as a backup. You got Nick Foles, who actually took over and won him a Super Bowl. He didn't stick around long, and I don't think he's on a team anywhere. So they're not afraid to move off guys, but the difference is those guys weren't making the kind of money Jalen Hurts is making. It's definitely a tough situation for them, and me personally, I don't necessarily believe Jalen Hurts can repeat that Super Bowl run he had, especially now if they're losing the offensive line, especially if that tush push does get uh, removed from the NFL. It's going to just be uh, some dark days ahead. I think some mediocre seasons coming from them and just going to be a lot of people just kind of being like, oh, I can't believe I thought that guy was the best quarterback in his division, let alone the conference. Well, only time will tell. All right. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. And we are talking coaching changes and predictions specifically for the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of a lot of coaches are up in the air right now, a lot of free agent coaches. Harbaugh obviously is the big one. Belichick's there. Brable's there from uh, Tennessee who got let go. You know, There's also a lot of young offensive coordinators out there who are still in the playoffs who will probably be looking at you know, head coaching jobs or offers. Dan Quinn from the Cowboys, he's probably going to leave. And go somewhere he's interviewing soon <clears throat> so it really kind of leaves a kind of a what do you what are the cowboys going to do especially with uh mike mccarthy who you know to his credit back to back to back 12 win seasons playoff appearances one playoff win you know it's <laughs> it, it could be worse things could always be worse yes but what do you do with it? Like, do you just, do you just keep, because it's going to sound kind of weird, but do you just keep winning in the regular season and then, you know, getting bounced in the playoffs? That's kind of been the thing. I mean, he had the one run of Aaron Rodgers. We won the Super Bowl, obviously. But since then, it's kind of like, what's the, especially for him in Dallas, you know, he's kind of had the, when he came into the, came into the, Cowboys organization, there wasn't a lot of excitement. There was a lot of mixed reviews. It wasn't the same way that like Sean Payton got kind of with open arms that the media was like, oh, he's back in coaching. Denver's on the uptrending, obviously. It was very kind of wishy-washy. Like, he's like, oh, he got forced out of Green Bay, took a year off. He's back with the Cowboys. You know, and it's always the <laughs> yeah, but same with the Belichick type stuff. Oh, you when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, it's easy to have such a great record and to win. But without, like, what do you look like? And, if, you know, Belichick, for an example, has looked terrible. I mean, since Bill, since uh, Tom left, you know, there's nothing going. That team is just falling off a cliff faster and faster. Like, there has been nothing that's really stopped the bleeding. But uh, McCarthy, you know, to his credit, you know, he's been the head coach of a team that's, been a top top offense ever since he's been there. You know, we everyone thought it was all Kellen Moore. They get rid of Kellen Moore. He ends up in uh, L.A. with the Chargers. McCarthy takes over to play calling for the offense, what he supposedly likes to do, loves to do. And Dak had 
one of his best seasons, if not his best season, you know, MVP candidate. But with that, you know, you could, you could say that's just the Dallas offense. It's talented. Dak is talented enough to put up numbers and make the offense look really good. He's got CeeDee Lamb, who's obviously, you know, one of the best receivers in the game right now. Stat-wise, he was number one, number two this year. Run game, sketchy. Tight end's good. <coughs> you know, it's 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 a good offense on paper with all the skill positions and the players. It's great. Good offensive line as well. Getting up there in age. Hopefully they can re-sign everyone for next year. But it doesn't seem... As long as you got a somewhat offensive-minded offensive or a good offensive coordinator and offensive-minded head coach, they should be fine. Uh, I know Belichick's really kind of his name's coming up a lot with the Cowboys, which you kind of think with Dan Quinn leaving that'd be kind of that would make sense if they move off McCarthy, because Belichick's a defensive-minded guy, so he could take over the defense and they could have someone there, the defense coordinator, to assist him, whatever. But then they'd have to find an offensive coordinator to really kind of take the reins. I don't know if the guy they currently have is how involved he is, you know, as, uh, as opposed to Mike McCarthy, who he was calling the play. So I don't see what the, the coordinator really did much. But that would be kind of a one scenario that doesn't sound bad, but it's the whole I – mean, he's more of a stern – coach i mean like a lot of things people were hitting on is it'll be more discipline more discipline this more discipline that which true when you're the most penalized team in the league over and over again that's credited to the coaching the discipline the undisciplined team you know, these, these uh personal fouls that just killed some drives or really saved drives for the other team that's all i know you can, people credit that to discipline and coaching <clears throat> so how does that factor in for the Cowboys? I don't see. You know, a lot of people are making the case for Jim Harbaugh should really look at Dallas since that's kind of a overall a nice place to go if you can. Okay, I know people are high on the him going to the Chargers, which makes a lot of sense. You have supposedly a top quarterback there, even though he has a 500 record in his career so far. But you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes. You know, so that's kind of that's that's tough. Like, do you want to deal with that twice a year, really? When you want to try to out coach Andy Reid twice, outplay Patrick Mahomes, it's a tough one. You know, especially with uh, you know the scrappy Raiders, who hopefully they keep their Pierce as their head coach. Everyone seems to like him, and he really turned that franchise around a bit. And you got Sean Payton there at the Broncos. I mean, that's just going to be a tough division. But if you look at the Cowboys in the NFC East right now. It's like, you know, Washington, whatever, Giants, whatever. You know, there's four wins a year right there for you. And you got the Eagles who downward spiraling. That could be two wins right there. So you're <coughs> definitely just looking at joining the the best team in their division. You know, you're kind of looking at playoffs, at least for the next couple of years, really. You have Dak, who's very good quarterback. He's good. He's definitely good. You, you you can see, obviously, he's a good quarterback. MVP candidate. Playoffs, 
I don't know if it's him, if it's the play calling, if it's just being prepared enough. Who knows? But if uh, they're looking to move off Mike McCarthy, you know, if they have a vacancy there, the head coach for Dallas, that is a, that should be the number one spot for coaches to try and go there and be the head coach. That is just kind of a team already built to go. You just got to go in there, just make it all work. And for a lot of these coaches, you know, they can with the uh, Harbaugh, with Belichick, and then the Tennessee Titans coach. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a dream situation, really, for some coaches. So if they move off McCarthy, it's like, do you do that? Because, like I said in the beginning of this little, this little rant, you know, it could be worse. You know, <laughs> if you look at Belichick right now, you know, they three or four wins. Back-to-back seasons, just terrible. McCarthy, yeah, once again, losing the playoffs in kind of not great fashion. Throughout the, throughout the season, you lose the big games, you know, San Francisco, Buffalo, Miami, first one at Philly. So it's like you – a lot of big moments that he's not able to really – team does not look prepared for. You know, is that just, hey – is that just any given Sunday? Sometimes you go out there and play, sometimes you don't. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what's what's going on behind the scenes. You know, I'm still looking at my phone every day, every hour. See what I see a little ESPN notification. It's like, ooh, more and more coaching changes. Uh, <coughs> maybe closer to the draft. Not still far away. I think they'd be doing something quicker because – Especially if you want someone like Harbaugh, you know, and Belichick, they're not going to be on the the market that long, especially with the situations out there. I mean, Chargers look good. Falcons look good. That's, those are two really good spots to go. You know, I know you need a quarterback in Atlanta, but they, you know, they, I think they have some draft capital there, so they could do some two all right. Oof. Definitely be definitely tough. Washington, that's somewhat likable. I know because they got the number two pick. That's great. Defense wasn't much, but yeah, this is going to be an exciting week or two, I think, for coaching hires and fires. So, all right, that's all I got for you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Daily Sports Show Redo. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'll see you next time.